Welcome to the Gen Z Stoic Podcast, where every week we strive to lead younger generations on a path to virtue through the insight of Stoic teachings and personal stories from our lives as Gen Z Stoics. Welcome to this week's episode of the Gen Z Stoic Podcast, where this week we're going to be talking about the idea of taking the extra step, what is commonly known as kind of like a killer instinct, but applying it to more than just like physical situations and situations where you might think that perseverance and taking an extra step is it's really uncomfortable. It's really hard. I have been on a David Goggins rabbit hole this week. And so I've thought, you know, a lot about this week about how it is humanly possible to give 101% versus 100% and how that kind of separates you in terms of whatever you're doing, because you're able to take that extra step and how it compounds over time. So today we're going to be talking about kind of that idea, how our generation is lacking it, and how it relates to Stoicism very closely. Right. And I believe, you know, I sort of came to the consensus that the having, you know, the desire to go the extra mile or having a killer instinct stems from uh, a relentless internal drive to achieve a desired outcome. It's It's having your purpose, right? Nobody who doesn't know their purpose or doesn't know what they want very clearly have a very um clear picture painted out for what they want in their life is going to have you know the desire to go the extra mile because if you don't know what you're doing it for you're not going to be compelled to do so and people you know who like goggins right that's a great example because that's usually who i think of too as someone who just absolutely exceeds the bodies and the mind's limit um these people often do the most um you know grueling work when nobody is watching because that's usually when we are asleep or out with friends or we're simply just we're not spending the time to go the extra mile we'd rather you know seek comfort right and that's when those people thrive the most is you know in the shadows when nobody's looking you're you're spending hours working unnoticed and it's something that's very interesting because a lot of the time when someone spends hours and hours you know behind the curtain behind the scenes working people and then they produce results people would be like oh they just got lucky right because they didn't see you know all the hours that go into putting in this work but the idea of going the extra mile will serve anybody well in whatever you know realm of endeavor they choose or realm they choose to um endeavor on so the um there's a quote from marcus aurelius that sort of i guess coincides with this idea for me and it says not to live as if you had endless years ahead of you because I believe that if you are someone who is pursuing something so relentlessly, you are essentially assuming that it, you have limited time, which is why you are so, you know, persistent at whatever you're trying to achieve, which is why that every single day you're going to show up and you're going to give 101%, even on the days where you don't have much in you, you're still going to give everything you have and a little bit more because that is how you succeed. For me, when I was thinking about this, where I started off is the biological concept that your mind gives up before your body does. I think when people hear the idea of giving 110%, the people who say that that's not possible kind of don't conceptualize that concept of like your mind gives up before your body does. And biologically, that is because, yes, it is a survival instinct and it's telling you that harm may befall your body at some point soon. And so it's time to quit. But when we ask for 101% from ourselves, that just means that when your mind is telling you that it's time to quit, it's time to give up, you just do one more. One more. 
and you know whether it's at the gym it's one more rep or you're in school it's you know one more problem one more kind of study concept to go over it's just one more thing every day and if we think about it in terms of like that sense it's not that hard to do and interestingly enough if you build it as a habit you take the time to build that as a habit eventually 101% becomes 100% and so you just keep doing it again and again and again I think it's really interesting when we look at modern stoicism. Ryan Holiday, one of his most famous books, is literally called The Obstacle is the Way. For us as human beings, the obstacle when we are trying to put in that hard work, the difference between good and great is mental. It's just a mental block that says, you know what, it's time to give up. It's time to quit it. And I'm not saying, you know, always ignore your instincts, always just kind of push through. You obviously know your limit. I'm not saying, you know, go to the gym and just go work out until you like literally pass out. I'm saying there is a certain point where you are saying, you know what, it's time to give up, but your body has a couple more reps, kind of what reps in anything. You're starting a business, whatever applies to that. You're at your job and you're competing with your coworker for a promotion. Your your body has one more thing to give you when your mind's telling you it's time to quit. It's time to go home. We've done enough work today. And so that's the difference, right? Because at this point, you know, it's good if you're somebody who's able to give 100%. That's uh, in our generation, that's that makes you kind of different if you're able to give 100% consistently every day. But any human being can do that. If we think about the zero to 100 scale, any human being can pick a skill, get really good at that skill, and give 100% every day. So, how do, how do you separate yourself from being good at something to being great at it, to seeing a lot of success? It's this exact concept the idea of taking an extra step every day. You do it every day. That's 365 extra steps that you gave that whoever you're competing with, whoever you're kind of trying to beat out, even if it's just yourself, your previous self, 365 extra steps. That's like a, that's a couple, that's a couple days works that you got extra to put you ahead in life. And that's worth it. If it just means, you know, one more push, whether it's a rep, whether it's, you know, you stay like an hour after work a couple times a week. You do one more task, you do one more kind of study concept if you're in school, just one more thing, one more thing in whatever skill area you're trying to master, and it'll se separate you. And the Stoics really, really conceptualize this, especially Epictetus. We think about Epictetus, he was a slave. He started out as a slave and then rose to somebody who we now know as like one of the main Stoic philosophers, was out teaching a bunch of different students in ancient Greece. And the way he got through those things was he got through so many more trials than the average person during those times. He fought through so much. And so he has so much knowledge to give us in terms of how do we do this? How do we fight through all these obstacles? How do we get to where we want to go? And one of my favorite quotes that I've been kind of pairing with this idea this week is when he says that progress is not achieved by either luck or accident, but by working on yourself daily. Because Stoics really emphasized consistency. We've been over that numerous times. And consistency and hard work. And how do we pair those two together? It's giving that 101% every day. Because hard work is, yes, showing up and giving 100%. But again, that separator, if you're out there and you're kind of saying, well, I'm just like so-and-so in every one of these ways, how, how do I become different? Get over that mental blockade. Get over that obstacle. And like Ron Holiday says, make that obstacle the way. Make giving 100% giving 101% your path, the way that you achieve things. And it separates you from those people who should be credited for showing up every day, being consistent, giving 100%, but it separates you from them, it makes you better than them. 
and it sets you up more on a path for success, as exemplified by Epictetus and many, many, many people since who have come started out from nothing and are now, you know, pro athletes. Or, you know, we talk a lot of we talk down on celebrities all the time, but they started from nothing and now they're celebrities. A lot of these people who have started from the bottom and now they are at the top of their respective fields. And if they can do that by giving a hard work every single day, all you need to do is give 101% and you can be just like them. There was It was interesting that you brought up the idea that the mind is going to quit first before – or the body is going to quit first before the mind. Or no, the mind will quit first before the body. Correct. Yeah, I had it right the first time. Excuse me. Um, Because that's very I, – I actually do think about that a lot. I know that we've both talked about that a lot. And there's – it's interesting. I'm going to go back to the David Goggins example. So he has uh, books – and in one of his books, he brings up what's called the 40% rule. And he says, when your mind is telling you you're done, you're really only 40% done. And take it from David Goggins. This is a guy who runs for days on end without stopping. You know, he has ran with like broken feet. He has ran with injuries that just seem unfathomable to continue on running with. And he tells himself he's fine and he works through it, which to me is insane and seems a bit excessive but it's the it's the concept of giving 101 percent that he's really trying to put forward and you brought up the idea also of how putting in one percent everyday compounds there that reminded me of an example um atomic habits one of my favorite books by james clear this is one of the first like self-help books i've ever read it's it's a great book um but there is a graph in the book that shows the difference between getting 1% better every day and getting 1% worse every day. And this is all for a year. So the equation to get 1% worse every day for a year is 0.99, just 1% short of 100 to the 365th power, right? And getting 1% better every day for a year is 1.01 1 .01 times 365 to the 365th power. Now, when you get worse every day for a year, it equates to about 0 0.03. So there's not very much change. You know, you decline a little bit. It's not much. But the compound from getting 1% better every day is 37.78 from a scale to one. So it's like a major difference. And the graph just shoots up eventually. It's it's like an exponential graph. So even statistically, getting 1% better every single day for a year, taking one extra step every day for even just one year are, is going to bring you results that most people will never achieve in five to 10 years because they're not willing to do the one extra thing. We talked about this many, many times, but the idea of feeling completely defeated, it's all mental, right? And Marcus Raelius talks about that a lot. He says, you know, you have power over your own thoughts and mind. And he's like, realize this, you will, you will find strength. So now that we've adopted the stoic mindset it's very easy for us to see when we're in hard situations right i brought up a very hard situation to you the other day not really going to specify and you told me it'll this is going to challenge you to live stoically this is going to challenge you to go through hardship to get better to become more resilient to practice stoic values in the midst of hardship and you're exactly right and now that we've sort of adopted that mindset we can clearly see that Adopting a stoic mindset and getting 1% better every day are absolutely going to go hand in hand. You you know, you talked about Epictetus and um, he says we should um, we should discipline ourselves in small things and from there progress to things of greater value. And that 
in my opinion, absolutely in, um, just embodies the idea of 1% because it starts with the small things, just 1%, starting with disciplining ourselves with the small things and then from there, progress to things of greater value. And to that, that to me, that means compounding up greater value it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So it's not about perfecting the art of the 1%, but it's about the consistency, right? That's sort of an illusion is the illusion between delayed perfection and then just simple consistency. At first, perfection is going to seem great, but then if you miss one day, you're going to be screwed for the rest of the timeline. But if you're consistent and you're just sort of riding the consistent wave, then you're going to be far better off a year from now than someone who tried to be perfect. And and it returns back to the idea, right, of like just showing up. I have um some of the people that I work out with, they'll, they'll ask me, right, like, what's your routine? What what exercises are you doing? And at a certain point, I think the people who are in there and are giving 100% get to this perfectionist level when the reality is, and now this is not like me saying this as a health professional, but for a lot of like a lot of areas, if you're able to just show up and do that work, like you said, that consistency, you're going to be better than a lot of people. It's just like, do you want to be better than a lot of people or do you want to be better than everyone? Do you want to be the top? Do you want to be the top dog wherever you're at, whether it's, you know, you're owning your own business or within your job sphere or a social sphere or you're at school and you want to just have the highest GPA possible? How you get there is 101%. It's saying, you know what? I'm going to try and do what, you know, a lot of people are saying is impossible. And the reason why it's so relevant, especially to our generation, is think about how often in our day, day of age, people look for like the easy way out. They look for the easy way out of doing like the simplest tasks. And then that translates. People, you know, say, okay, well, I'm going to use technology to do this, this, and this. But it's kind of a slippery slope because once you, you know, use all these technical devices, which have infiltrated our society to do simple tasks like cleaning or cooking for you, or these like just basic things that humans used to do kind of like second instinct, just instinctually, it, it now translates to how do I take the easy way out when I'm at work? How do I take the easy way out when I'm at school? Chat GBT. Like how, and it becomes this mindset of how do I take the easy way out? And I would say the counter to that is how do I give 101%? And that's something I've, I've really been thinking about in terms of just my entire lifestyle, because I've obviously gotten really into the gym and it's really easy when you're at the gym, you're probably going to be giving somewhere close to 100%. It's very unrewarding to get to the gym, give 50% and be like, all right, I'm done seems like a waste of time. But then I am somebody who, sure, it's easy there, but then you get to school and maybe it's not so easy. And that's that's the way life goes is, you know, some tasks you're going to find very enjoyable and it's going to be very easy to give 101%. But others, you're going to say, how do I look for the easy way out? And so what it becomes, right, is that once you give 101% in an in a area of your life that you care a lot about, you start to look how do I apply it to other areas. Maybe I don't care about those areas as much, but I've seen the results of these areas I care in. And, you know, the other areas that are important that maybe I don't care about as much, how do I do the same thing? Because then I'm going to see the same kind of results. And and so it becomes like this kind of conceptual thing, just like always, a mindset-based thing. And we talked about how already how this difference between like 99%, 100%, 101% is like mentally an obstacle. And oftentimes that obstacle is fear. We fear, you know, oh, this is really going to hurt, or this is going to be very uncomfortable, or this is going to be something that's not enjoyable whatsoever. And we build that kind of fear mindset. 
And I turn to another Stoic philosopher when I answer this kind of question of how do we get over the fear? Is Marcus Aurelius says that you can endure anything your mind can make endurable by treating it as in your interest to do so. And I believe that it is in your interest as a human being to want to be successful, to want to accomplish, set out goals, be proud of yourself at the end of the day for what you work towards. So if you keep that mindset, it becomes easy, right? Maybe it's uncomfortable. Maybe even you're at the gym, it's painful. It's, you know, you're sore, it hurts, you got to get through it. Or it's just something that's not enjoyable. But what's enjoy what's not enjoyable now, if you get through it now, means that you can enjoy life later. You can enjoy all the accomplishments that you've made. You can be proud of what you've done, the legacy that you have left. And so we put in our description of the podcast, like how we've noticed that our generation chases temporary satisfaction over long-term purpose. This is a microcosm of this problem. Our generation is okay saying, you know what, I'm going to give 50% to school, 50% to you know going and lifting or whatever passion I have. And then I'm going to go use the extra time that I save to go through things that, you know, make me happy for a little bit. Instead of saying, you know what, this may suck now, but I'm going to give 101%. I'm going to give all that I can give so that I can get through it and enjoy the long-term success. It's a microcosm of that problem that our generation has, and it's why it's so important to talk about. And lo and behold, to no one's surprise, the Stoics had a lot to say on it, and we do as well that i was actually just going to touch on that is that it sucks that it might suck now but the idea of delayed gratification is also a big reason why people aren't especially in our generation aren't um giving 101 percent right away because those results aren't immediate so it feels like you're it can feel like you're giving a lot of work and getting zero results back and so when people don't get you know what they're used to the immediate results the immediate feedback done bad not good and it's interesting, though, because if you are someone who is willing to stick out, you know, even the first few months, maybe even the first year or two, it depends on what you're doing, you know, starting a business or whether you're getting started in the gym, whatever it is, it can take, there is no set amount of time that you're guaranteed to see results, you just have to give 101% every day until you do. And the thing is, is once you see what your potential can look like, you will never be satisfied. Right? So once I started seeing results, after lifting consistently, now I'm never satisfied. And so the, while that it does sound sort of unhealthy, I'm like, oh, I'm still the same small kid I was two and a half years ago. Like, no, but I would rather be unsatisfied with getting better and better and better every day than just be unsatisfied and going down and down into an unhealthy rabbit hole of coping mechanisms and just being lazy. But back to the idea of delayed gratification, right? Good things take time. And often when you are giving all your when you're giving your all it's very hard to actually see the progress you're made because you're making because you're so focused on just giving your all and so sometimes it's important to step back and say oh i've actually done this and this and this celebrating the small accomplishments that is one thing that the stoics did believe in was you have to celebrate your small accomplishments but you cannot become prideful and arrogant and complacent right so acknowledging the wins that you've made and then moving on and letting that motivate you to do more is good because as soon as you get complacent, right? I would I can't remember. I, I it might have been us talking about this the other day, or I was watching. Um, I think I was watching one of David Goggins' videos, or it was it was somebody, but they were saying, you know, you do all these great things to get where you want to be, 
and then people stop as soon as they see results. Oh, it was Amon Gaji. That's who I was watching. I was watching one of Amon's videos, and he was talking about how, you know, you do all the right things. You're working so hard. But then the the moment you see one result, you get lazy. And then you expect it to just keep coming and coming, and it doesn't because you you stop doing all the things that you were supposed to to get you to where you were supposed to be. So the idea of wanting to embrace the grind, wanting to embrace the struggle and embrace the hardship, that is the mindset that the top 1% have. It's not, oh, I just want to be better than most. It's, no, I want to be the best at what I'm doing. I want to outwork every single person who is also doing the same thing as me. I will not be outworked. I will not be, you know, I will not have someone wake up earlier than me to go do what I'm doing. I will not have someone put in an extra rep compared to me. Like I will be the person who is doing that because I just want this so bad. That is, and people will call it obsessive at times, but if you're not like truly obsessed and focused on what you want in a, something that you want that's healthy, right? You're not going to get it. The people who are so focused on one thing and will not let anything external distract them, they will not be, you know, tempted by, you know, they will not be compulsive. They will not be impulsive. They will just not be distracted by what society is throwing at you to stop you from reaching your potential. Those are the people that sort of just transcend to an upper echelon of living and just a better lifestyle and having a better, just more resilient mind. And I, I, and it's sort of hard to talk about it, but just the passion that you feel once you sort of reached your potential and seen what your potential can look like, it's going to be hard not to give 101% because then you're going to feel worse after you know that you've let yourself down and that you had more in the tank to give. I think it's all purpose-based. Um, another, another one of Goggins videos that I watched, he talks about how he does this hell week, right? With people who want to sign up with hell week train with David Goggins. And he says that they break every time when they start asking questions. When they start asking, you know, why are we doing this? Or when is it over? How many more reps do I have to do? How many more sets do I have? He knows that they're done. And to me, that is purpose-based. If you have a distinct purpose, you have a why for what you're doing, you don't ask those questions. You just do it because you know it's towards your purpose. It's getting you towards your goal and your purpose in life. And so the question becomes whether or not you have that purpose or you don't. Do you have a clearly defined purpose or do you not have any whatsoever? And so, you know, I, I encourage you if you're listening at this point to go check out um, our episode on kind of like goal setting and Marcus Aurelius's four-step plan to, you know, how you set goals, how you define a purpose, how you build habits. Because the first thing that you have to do is define that purpose, define that why to doing everything that you're doing. For both of us, we've done that very well. And so it's very easy for us at this point between both the mindset that we've developed over a lot of time and the purpose that we strongly hold. It's very easy for us to say, you know what, we're going to get in, give 101% today and make that an everyday thing. It's very, you know, there are times I think where both of us can admit that that doesn't happen, but that's because we're human. And that's, I think, the part where more modern stoicism comes in is that you have to give that 101%. But it doesn't have to be every day. It just has to be consistent. You know, we've mentioned in previous episodes how you can't mess up one day and then say, oh, well, all that hard work down the drain and then stop doing it. If you miss one day, just get in the next day and maybe give 102%. Give two extra reps. Like whatever it is, just do a little bit extra the next day. Push through it. And I think the final point that I would like to make 
is that there are going to be a lot of naysayers when you do this. There's going to be a lot of people who, like you said, you know, you know, may think, oh, that's unhealthy or that's obsessive. And my solution to that is find another person who's willing to get put in that work with you. Find those people because it's a lot easier to do something that's very difficult when you have a community immediately supporting you than when you're just going through it alone. Kind of ironic considering we have an episode on the value of isolation a couple of weeks ago. But for tasks that are insanely difficult, which is pushing past failure, pushing when your mind is telling you, hey, you need to stop, you need that support of somebody else immediately there with you. You need somebody who is either, you know, in the gym with you, or if you're going to school, or you're at the job, you need somebody who can you can text for encouragement, somebody who's going to say the right words to get you to do that thing. Because if you have that support system built up around you, then on the days where, you know, you're human, so you're saying, you know, what, I'm tired today, I just don't have it in me, they're going to be right there. And they're going to say, yes, you do. And even if you don't have it in you, let's find it right now. You just need somebody like that. And that's why I've been on such like a David Goggins rabbit hole is because you watch those videos and you're like, mm, like, I'm motivated, like I'm pumped, like, let's go, let, let's go do this. There's so many of those influencers now that that's like one of the pros of social media. And so my ultimate like conclusion from this rant here is that have that support system where there's like, you have like a bank of videos, motivational videos, you know, it might be cheesy, but you have those bank of videos saved up to where like, if you're in bed and you're like, I don't have it today pop open social media, pop open that video and like, all right, I got to put in that work. Like I, I just, it has to be done or have those people around you have some sort of support network. That's, that's what the most important thing is. Have that support system around you so that when you're human and you are inconsistent, don't feel bad about it. Just have that support system. So maybe, you know, they might shame you a little bit. They might make you feel bad, but ultimately it's so you can get to your goals and giving that 101%. You mentioned, like you said, the episode where we talked about the the plan to develop self-discipline. That is season two, episode three. And it's essentially, it's essentially just laying out the five-step plan um, that establishes a sense of self-discipline. And we know, and like you mentioned about the isolation episode, yes, we did talk about isolation, but we also did mention that being isolated and being lonely are two very different things, right? So you can be, you can isolate yourself sometimes, but that doesn't mean you just completely abandon the, your support system and the group of people around you that care. It's interesting too that you said, uh, this is my final remarks, but you said like you need someone when you're like, oh, I can't do this. I'm I'm tired. I just don't have it in me. He was like, well, that sucks. Like you're going to get up and do it anyway because it needs to be done. It's very hard to... Uh, it's a lot easier to develop self-discipline when you don't have those people around sometimes because you can't, it, those people are hard to find. A lot of people don't want to like make you upset. They're like, oh, like, okay, maybe just take a rest. That's what you need. But the people who are going to tell you what you need to hear versus what you want to hear are the people that you should keep close. The people who are going to challenge you and push you and make you uncomfortable and uh, push you to seek discomfort are the people that you need to value the most. Um you specifically, right? I mean, like you said, uh, you had a little freak accident in the gym the other day and you were just like, that sucks. Like, I'm still just going to do it when like, I'm going to train what doesn't hurt. Whatever hurts the least is what I'm going to train because like the work needs to be put in. And that's the mindset that if this generation develops, we will achieve so much and we will sort of rebound from this decline that we've been in mentally as a generation. And we can sort of rebound and start rebuilding and fostering a generation of youth who are strong and resilient and can actually lead the world forward instead of sorting regressing.
So that's that's sort of my final piece is the people who will tell you and just agreeing with you, building off of what you said, the people who will tell you what you need to hear versus what you want to hear are the people that care the most about you and truly want to see you succeed. Because oftentimes people will want you to succeed, but they won't want you to shine brighter than them, which sucks. And you need to, I guess, episode four, season one, they're not really your friends. We talked about this as well, but you need to surround yourself with individuals who want to see you achieve the highest heights that you can. Um, And they understand it's not a competition, but you still push each other and develop the healthy dynamic within that community to push each other and to be better, to give 101% every day. As we kind of end this episode, I would challenge you after listening to this episode, whether you're in the gym, give it one more rep. Once you think you've reached failure, give it one more rep. You're at school, give it a little bit more time studying. Do one more practice problem. You know, you're working, you're looking for that promotion. Put in 30 more minutes than your coworkers. Just do that one extra thing for a couple of days. And, you know, the results may not be immediate, but I think the pride will be. The pride that you are the person who is putting in 101%, giving it more than anybody else, the pride will be there. And so let the pride carry you through until you see those results. And with that being said, it's been the latest episode of the Gen Z Stoic. We covered the Stoic Guide to Giving the Extra Step. I've been your co-host, Ren, and thank you for listening as always. I have been your co-host, Mateo, and we will see you in episode 12 next week.